Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Good morning, everybody. It's uh, 908 WTIC News Talk 1080. Will Marotti Show. Will Marotti, your host. And uh, the legendary Joey Burgoyne filling in for the very able uh, Matt Royce. Joey, good to have you on board watching all of the dials, indicators, buttons. I don't dial anymore. Ready to take your calls today. 800-966-9842-860-522-9842. Got a lot to talk about today. Can talk about some Connecticut things. Can talk about some Ukraine things. Can talk about um, some Russian things. This uh, this came up this morning. PJ Media is Putin signaling the end game to the Ukraine war. We're gonna talk about that this morning. Is the war is it gonna come to an end? And is his uh, is his real goal not what his stated goal was, or is he just changing his mind because of the unexpected high resistance from the Ukrainian people. Interesting to know that. I want to talk about a story which we're going to introduce after the, the uh, bottom of the hour um, that, I, that I teased a little bit yesterday about nursing. And I think, I think it's, a, it's a very big story and, and could impact uh, nurses and doctors uh, and and healthcare in general for years to come. Sikorsky like Sikorsky like helicopters. Good news if they get the uh, new contract for the Black Hawk replacement, they're going to stay in Connecticut till 2042. It's pretty good. It's a pretty good guarantee. Um, good company. Solid. Employs a lot of folks. Very key to the uh, Connecticut overall economy. Very, uh, very important. So hope, hopefully they get that replacement contract and uh, the replacement to the Blackhawk. Blackhawk's an amazingly sound platform. It's been in service for many years. Very versatile. And uh, I'll be excited to see what the, the new one is. Um, lots of, lot to be thankful for, but a lot to... Uh, to be prayerful for. And so as we approach 9-11, let's take a few moments and, uh, and focus our thoughts and prayers, shall we? Heavenly Father, God of Abraham, God of Isaac, God of Jacob, thank you for another day of life. Thank you for uh, a day to enjoy your creation. 
Thank you for all the blessings you've given to us, family, friends, provision, care, health. Um, thank you, God. Thank you. We pray for those that, that are struggling with health right now. We pray for healing uh, from whatever it is that they're, uh, they're fighting. We pray for those that have lost loved ones. We ask for your comfort through their grief. We pray for all of our first responders for protection, uh, especially for police. Pray for our men and women in the armed forces uh, that are here in the states, all around the world. We pray for their protection. We pray for their families as they're away from them, for their comfort and their uh, sustenance. And God, we pray uh, this morning for all of our leaders. Uh, we're so we're so desperate for wisdom, God. And your word tells us that. We can ask for it, not be afraid, but come to you boldly and ask for wisdom. And so we're asking for wisdom for our leaders, national leaders, state leaders, local leaders, that their decision would be based in what's best for the people and not for their party, not for their particular brand of politics. And uh, we give you thanks. Thanks and praise. Thank you for the chance to be on the air today with all these folks. Appreciate it. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, can I get an amen out there? You may submit your amens through social media, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Same handle, all four counts, at Will Marotti. Um, <clears throat> so this article from, from PJ Media is very interesting. Uh, this actually uh, weekend report appeared in the Wall Street Journal. And the... Uh, the concept, if, if, uh, if Russia's apparent decision to change... Its Ukraine war plan underscores how Moscow is trying to secure territory closest to its own borders. Well, if that's true, it's a much bigger story than anyone noticed. Our forces and resources will focus on the primary objective. Here's their primary objective. This is what they're saying now, a month into this. The full liberation of Donbass. This is from the Russian general staff. Uh, in charge of, uh, well, I guess propaganda, communications uh, general, uh, Sergei Ruskoy. And uh, Ruskoy's statement says, ability, Ukraine's ability to fight has been significantly reduced. I don't know, I'd say that proved that. Adding that it makes it possible once again, once again to focus on the main efforts of achieving the goal, the deliberation of Donbass. Now, this is the, the, the Donuts Basin. Donetsk Basin, which is where uh, it's a it's a, a very energy rich part of Ukraine, and maybe this is what the goal was all along. If you, but it, if it is, then you have to ask yourself a question: Well, why why attack other cities throughout Ukraine if this is all they were trying to do? Um, you know, and he says liberating Donbass has always been the goal. Now, there's a lot of of uh, of Russian. Uh, nationals that live in that region and um, there's been a lot of tension in that region between Russians and Ukrainians over the years but they're admitting they're admitting that Putin's scaling back the war effort there's no question about it uh, not going particularly well according to some reports way way more Russians killed than than Ukrainians in this Combat losses are gigantic for the Russians. Uh, many reports of Russian units surrendering, retreating. So I don't know. 
I don't know. What do you think? You think that was his goal the whole time? He just wants to secure all the area closest to the border of Russia? Is that the goal? Or is he just chipping away piece by piece, taking another bite of the apple? Or is he completely confounded by the resistance of, of the Ukrainian people? And if so, he's, he's trying, to, trying to save face and get out of it now. I don't know which, what it is. I don't know which one it is. Um, in any event, you know, I still ask the question, where's the president? Where's the president? Where, where, where's the State Department? We could have done more. We could have done more to help these guys. Everybody could have done more, but we certainly could have done more. So I don't know. I, I, I don't know. What, what's your take on this? Is this, is this absolutely what they planned in the first place? Just securing territory closest to their own border? Is this uh, the liberation of this region that has a lot of Russians in it? In Ukraine, is that the Donbass area? Is this what is, or or is it Putin's way of getting out of this thing because it's not going well? First question of the day: eight hundred nine six six nine eight four two eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. There's some concern, apparently, and and obviously so, with small businesses in Hartford. The reason for that is that thousands of state workers have been given the green light to work at home. And so less people will be coming into the city. What does that mean? Less people going out for lunch, less people going out and, and taking advantage of services that are provided in the capital city. I, I'm thinking restaurants are going to be the biggest loss here. Restaurants and 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 what, what about public transportation? I don't know about that. Maybe maybe we won't need as much public transportation. We can have less empty buses driving around Hartford. Maybe that's something that would be good. Clothing retailers. No, there's not a lot in Hartford, but you know, clothing. Anybody, anybody that does business in Hartford can be affected by this, and they're concerned. We're just just coming out of the COVID pandemic and when they have a greater opportunity to realize recovery economically now it's going to be stymied again by less people being in Hartford to work what's this going to do for property in Hartford you know there's a lot of state-owned non-taxable property in Hartford I thought I heard one time, correct me if I'm wrong, I thought I heard one time 51% of the property in Hartford is state-owned and not taxable. Well, what's going to happen to that property? You're just going to sit there empty? Offices not being used? So, I mean, I and, and people aren't happy about it. Uh, Steve Abrams, the owner of Max Downtown. Uh... Uh, Judy Morneau uh, has a clothing is a clothing retailer in Hartford. Not happy about it. Not claim says that, you know, the governor obviously not thinking about the impact this is going to have on the capital. So I don't know. I mean, it's it, it, I hate to see Hartford take another hit. It's been on the hit list for a long time. <clears throat> some maybe some people just don't. Uh, feel that strongly about it. I don't know. 
But you want to have a strong capital city, I would think, right? I mean, I remember. You remember the day when Hartford used to be buzzing? Oh, years ago. Let's go back to Whaler, Whaler days, and you'd go down there, and, and the place would be packed. There'd be people everywhere, and you'd be going to Brown Thompson and Company for for dinner before or after. I mean, just great. It was just a great nightlife. It was just a lot of things happening. Now, you know how I am then. I'm telling you that many years ago because I was, a, I was of, uh, of legal age back then. In Hartford, place was packed. Civic Center was packed. All kinds of shops, stores going on. It was just, it was, it was a fun time, and, and all that, all that has died. And maybe never to come back fully, but certainly this is not, this is not going to help businesses in Hartford keeping all these state employees home. Um, just, just another, uh, another slap. All right, let's take a break, take a couple commercials. We'll come back. We'll open the phone lines, 800-966-9842, 860-522-9842. Waiting for your calls, valuing your calls, your input, your opinions. What do you think? How are you feeling? How do you like the weather? Gosh, it's cold out here. What do you think the chances are for the Red Sox this year? We'll be right back. Two commercials. Don't go away. And I'm going to I'm gonna start talking about this uh, this this very serious situation with the nurse, a nurse, and how it could impact health care and your care for literally decades to come. We'll be back. Connecticut happens here. WTIC News Talk 1080. Nine twenty-four. Welcome back. Tuesday edition Will Murray Show. And again, this is uh, we do this intentionally. We don't schedule a lot of outside guests. We don't use a lot of of uh, audio sound bites. We we do that because we want you to call. This is a caller-driven show. And on my best day, I need your help. And so 800 9842. I'm going to introduce this story here, talk a lot about it in the next half hour. But we've got a call in Waterbury, the center of the universe. Mr. Steve. Steve, welcome to the show. How are you? Steve, are you there? Go ahead. Okay. I have a theory on why governor is against the people in Connecticut. If you recall... He lost his tolls because of the people in Connecticut. So anything that he does pretty much is sour grapes, and he doesn't care. Well, it could be. I don't know. I mean, I, I hate to think we put a guy in office that, that is that down on Connecticut, that down on the people of Connecticut. I mean, I like to give everybody the benefit of the doubt. I mean, I don't think he's doing a great job, but um, I, I can't say can't say what his thoughts are about the people of Connecticut. He did lose a a race against Joe Lieberman, I recall. So, I mean, that's a, that's probably very stinging, I'm sure. Uh, could be, Steve. Could be. Uh, I don't know. Thanks for the call. 800-966-9842-860-522-9842. So, um, you know, for for a long time, long time, uh, it was just, just kind of a given that, um, you know, nurses, doctors, nurse practitioners, physician assistants, um, 
you know, they they were certainly covered by insurance, malpractice insurance, but you never you never anticipated or you never really thought there'd be like criminal charges pressed against them if a patient should die. And, you know, I think we forget that me- medicine is not a perfect science. Uh, that's why they say they practice medicine. Medicine is, is kind of an evolving discipline because we learn more about the um, unbelievably intricate, sometimes very delicate human bodies. And uh, so, you know, medical professionals do the best they can. But, you know, they're not perfect. They're people. And they can make mistakes, do make mistakes. Sometimes those mistakes aren't significant. Sometimes they are. But there's never been really, we've never been at a point where we're going to, you know, take a doctor or a nurse and we're going to charge them for something criminal uh, if, if they made if they made an error, if they made a mistake, right? And that's kind of the way it's been. I, 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 don't, I don't think anybody could really argue with that, you know. And we know people people have lost their lives and, you know, that you, we believe that it was done because of uh, negligence, perhaps, or, or bad decision making, or you know, whatever whatever the reason is, or they just died because they couldn't save them. They just uh, we did the best we could, couldn't save them. They died. You know, happens all the time. Happens every day. People die all the time. Um, but whether or not the the people that were caring for the person who who succumbed to whatever the illness is, whether or not they should be held criminally, that's a whole nother. That's a whole nother debate. And there's there's a case, we're going to talk about it, there's a case in, in uh, Tennessee where a patient died and apparently there were numerous mistakes made. And I would go as far as to say what appears to be numerous attempts to cover it up. And only one person was targeted. And only one person has been convicted. So we're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to talk about the situation in Nashville where a nurse has been criminally charged and and been convicted for a patient dying at a hospital in Tennessee. And is is this something is she a, is she should she be a of a, a victim or a criminal here? And is this something that's going to change the way people conduct themselves when it comes to healthcare? For years to come, does it reduce the amount of people that go into the field of healthcare because they're now afraid that there's no protection for them should they make a mistake? We're going to talk about that. If you're a nurse or a doctor, I'd love for you to call in on this. Love to get your thoughts on this. It's it's a big story. It, it's a precedent-setting story, and precedents are always very difficult. It's hard to unwind once a precedent is set. So we're going to take a break. We'll come back, and then uh, phone lines will be open, 800-966-9842-860-522-9842. The Tuesday edition of the Wilmer Audie Show. We'll be right back. Download the free Odyssey app and like WTIC today. Then listen anywhere, anytime. All right, welcome back. It's uh, 9.37. I want to talk about this story a little bit because I think this is, uh, well, I, I, think it's, I think it's critical. I think it's key. This, uh, this past Friday, 
a former Nashville nurse, Redonda Vaught, was criminally uh, charged with criminally negligent homicide and abuse of an impaired adult after a medication error contributed to the death of the patient in 2017. The jury deliberated for approximately four hours in a trial closely watched by nurses and medical professionals around the country. Many worried that Vaught's case would set a precedent for medical errors leading to criminal charges. Vaught 38 was indicted in 2019 on two charges, reckless homicide and impaired adult abuse in the death of Charlene Murphy at the Vanderbilt University Medical Center just after Christmas in 2017. And her trial began on Monday. Criminally negligent homicide is a lesser charge than reckless homicide under Tennessee state law. Murphy, 75, died at Vanderbilt on December 27th, 2017, after being injected with the wrong drug. Murphy was supposed to receive a dose of Versed, which is a sedative. Instead, was injected with vacronium, which left her unable to breathe, said prosecutors. I'm just relieved the process is over, said the former nurse, told reporters. I hope that Murphy's family, the, the family, also uh, is relieved to be moving away from this process. It's been held up in the legal system for four and a half years. I hope they are able to find peace with the of this process. Now, here's the, here's the, there, there's a lot to this story. This is a very complex story, very, very multifaceted story. But the, the main concern here is should medical professionals, nurses, doctors, nurse practitioners, physician assistants, should they be responsible criminally for things that happen in the hospital? This is a situation where, um, you know, many would say, well, you know, Yes, she's she's responsible, and, and in a sense, and I mean, again, there's extenuating circumstances here. This was a case where she overrode a number of protocols while she was caring for this patient. Uh, it's a case where uh, many would say, many many nurses, doctors, um, would recognize the difference between those drugs. Massive difference between those drugs. Um, I wouldn't know that, but, <laughs> but medical professionals would. The, the defense attorneys argue that Murphy's death, death uh, obviously tragic and irreversible, but the outsized consequence does not make Vaught a, a conscious criminal in the act of a homicide. Now, the, 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 the district attorney's office said, well, this isn't setting a legal precedent. Well, I don't know how it could. I don't know how it couldn't. That's the whole point of a precedent, right? You go back to precedent's conduct. That's what the law does. We go back to, you know, Johnson's versus the state and whatever, 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 Brown versus this and whatever. They go back to what the, what the rulings were. Those were precedent-setting rulings. They look back to that to establish law moving forward. I mean, it's a very simple thing. Prosecutors vehemently denied 
that this case was based on anything other than the actions of one person. Absolutely not. Now, some some in the medical profession said that she's a scapegoat. Now, her license was stripped. Tennessee Board of Nursing in July stripped her license, which maybe maybe is 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 certainly appropriate, at least pending an investigation, and maybe permanent barring from nursing. I don't know, but this is a this is a very serious case because we live in such a litigious society. We're always we're always looking to assign blame to somebody, generally through the law, generally with money attached to it, or in this case, a criminal process. Murphy's family sat in the gallery all week, as did a collection of nurses and other medical professionals. Now, I was told by another report, the family didn't even want criminal prosecution. I'm also, also from another report, apparently the death certificate was not accurately fully completed upon Ms. Murphy's, Ms. Murphy's death. So there, there seemed to be somewhat of a cover-up within the hospital over this. And, and if you've gone through, and I've, I've walked through with families over the years, these types of lawsuits against hospitals for negligence. And, and I'll tell you something, it's hard. It's hard to sue a hospital. It's hard to make it stick. It's hard to win because they got more money than you've got. They got more lawyers than you got. And, and like it or not, within the profession, they stick together. They cover for each other. But... Is this really, I mean, why is only one person, I guess? And, and this is the question I'm asking if you're a nurse, doctor, nurse practitioner, PA. What, what, why is only the nurse being held responsible? Why wasn't there, and again, if she, if she as, as reports have said, if she has overrode a number of protocols, over the, the period of time that she was in, uh, had the care of Miss Murphy, why why are other people being held accountable? Is there no check and balance system? Are hospitals now again? Now this was pre-COVID. If you said to me this happened during COVID, I'd go, well, yeah, okay. Hospitals were booming. Nurses were way over over overloaded with patients. Hospitals were understaffed. Mistakes are going to happen in those environments. I, I I can, but this was pre-COVID. This happened in 2017. Does, does this speak to a larger, more structural problem within healthcare, hospitals in particular, of understaffing? Because a lot of profits are, you know, a lot of hospitals are for profit. They're looking to make, you know, they're looking at the bottom line. If they can get away with three nurses instead of four nurses or five nurses instead of seven nurses, maybe they will. That puts a lot of extra load on, on the caregivers. So what, what do you think? What do you think of 800-966-9842, 860-522-9842? The American Nurses Association on Wednesday released a statement of concern that the trial could set a worrying precedent 
and discouraged nurses from reporting errors. They worried that the trend could ultimately hinder patient safety. Well, it makes sense, right? If you think if you report an error, you're going to jail, you might, you might think twice about it. What about the fact that maybe this, if this, if this starts happening, maybe this will reduce an already depleted nursing field. Maybe this will keep, we heard this this morning. The average, average doctor or the number of doctors under 45 is a very small percentage. Doctors are retiring in great, in great numbers. Is, is this going to continue to hinder recruitment of people into the healthcare field? The district attorney's office confirmed the conviction of criminally negligent homicide can carry a one to two year incarceration. The charge of gross ne- neglect could stretch from three to six years. Jury will determine the sentences, which could run concurrently or consecutively based on statutory guidelines. I mean, okay, she 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 gave her the wrong drug, okay, and, and she overrode a number of protocols in the process, okay. She lost her nursing license. She's not able to be a nurse anymore. She's lost her livelihood. I mean, did she inject her with this wrong drug on purpose? No, can't see that she did. Was there any malice involved? No, can't say that there was. And yet she's still, she's still being held criminally. This is a big, big case, folks. This could absolutely impact nursing and, and the medical community for years to come in a, in a negative way, which impacts us in a negative way. You know, the fact of the matter is nurses carry the load, right? It's not doctors. Doctors walk in, they take a look at you for three minutes, they're out, and it's the nurses that take care of everything. We don't need less nurses in the medical system. Probably could do with a few less doctors. We don't need less. <laughs> oh, 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 that's going to get some people upset. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. What do, you, do you have a thought? Do you have an opinion on this? 800 966-9842-860-522-9842. Let's take a break. We'll, uh, phone lines are open. We'll come back. A little bit later on, we're going to talk with Chris Powell from Journal Inquirer. Uh, but I, I really would love to hear from you. What's your thought on it? If you're a nurse, if you're a doctor, nurse practitioner, physician assistant, what? if you're serving, if you're in the medical community, I really would like to hear your take on this. Is this is this justified or is this a... Is this a, a, a Pandora's box that we don't want to open? It's a little too late because it's been opened at this point. But moving forward, how should this be handled? All right, stay with us. We'll be right back. The Tuesday edition of the Will Marotti Show. This is a Bloomberg Business Update on WTIC News Talk 1080. Sponsored by UHYLLP. Certified public accountants. A little more than two weeks before tax filing deadline, the Federal Trade Commission is taking Intuit to court. Millions of Americans complete their taxes using Intuit's TurboTax software and online services. And it is free for those who have simple tax returns. The FTC says for other TurboTax customers, they upload personal and financial information, only to find out they will need to upgrade to a paid TurboTax service. Intuit says it complies with all IRS rules. The world's longest passenger flight is being planned to avoid the skies over Russia. Cathay Pacific will reroute its New York 
York to Hong Kong run to fly over the Atlantic, the UK, Southern Europe, and Central Asia. The trip is more than 10,000 miles long and will take 17 hours. Mattel has entered into a multi-year licensing deal to come up with a collection linked to DreamWorks Animation's Trolls franchise. The toy maker will develop troll dolls, stuffed animals, games, and more, and they will arrive in stores in the fall of 2023. That's when a new Trolls movie will debut in theaters. I'm Ann Cates, Bloomberg Business for WTIC News Talk 1080. Nine fifty-five WTIC News Talk ten eight. So I'm looking for your input on this story. The uh, nurse in Tennessee gave a patient in her care wrong medication. Patient died from the medication. Um, prosecutors in Tennessee indicted the, the nurse process took about four years and just this Friday was convicted on criminally negligent homicide in the death of this patient from 2017. <clears throat> She's been a nurse for quite a while. She's 38 years old. Her nursing license has, has been stripped and now she's facing jail time. And my question to you is, do we want to go down this road? Do we want to put medical professionals at risk for criminal charges should they make mistakes? Now, again, the reports are very clear. There was a, a number of, of mistakes made here. Uh, the, the death certificate was not accurately filled out by hospital staff, not the nurse, by hospital staff. Apparently, she overrode many, many protocols in this process over some time. And and that and that's not good. But should she have known the difference between the drugs that she was administering? Some would say absolutely. But is it is it at a point where and and, and by the way, the family didn't want criminal charges pressed. Now now certainly lawsuit for for compensation should be pursued. But does, is that off the table because now the nurse is convicted as a criminal? Does that take the does that take the hospital out of the crosshairs of any potential civil attorneys for a lawsuit? I I don't know. I just these are all questions that are going to surface from this. This is a crazy case. So is she is she a nurse that made a mistake? Is she a scapegoat, or is she a criminal who should be and was convicted? And should serve jail time. It's it's a it's a very uh, important question. It's a very important case, and it's one that will be now debated furiously by healthcare professionals. And 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 probably quite honestly, there's probably some healthcare professionals. Maybe you're one of them. You're as you're listening. Maybe you think this is right. Then maybe you think this should happen. 
Or maybe you're horrified by this because it happened. If you're a healthcare professional, I, uh, I, I don't. We've never had, as far as I know, in my family, we've never had any, any uh, malpractice kinds of things that have happened. Uh, I'm not saying it, 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 it doesn't happen. It, it does happen. I know a situation. One of our members had a, had a back injury, and there was a, a back operation, and there were, there were loose screws, and there was, you know, not in the doctor's head, in the in the procedure and, and had to be redone and very painful. But is that, is that a, a fault of the, of the device or is that a fault of the installation and the surgeon? I don't know. I don't know, but we'll come back. We'll take a break. We're going to come back after the news. Chris Powell's going to come on and talk about some things, Connecticut. And, uh, and again, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this case. In my mind, this is an incredibly important case that has long lasting repercussions to healthcare, medical professionals, patients, hospitals, uh, it's, it's a, it's a big, big issue that's going to be debated, uh, over the next years, months and years, I'm sure. All right. We'll come back to the Tuesday edition of the Will Marotti show. WTIC news talk, 1080. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.